everyone. My name's Hannah. And I'm Abby. And we are the, the Homegirl Hustlers. We are here to be your guides on how to adjust your mindset, lifestyle, and habits to become the best version of yourself and pursue your passion without limits. Welcome back, Homegirl Hustlers. We're so happy to have you guys back with us as always. This episode is all about seven ways to build self-confidence, okay? And these are like highly researched, expert-level ways to build self-confidence. So we all know that a big key to success is self-confidence, but how do we learn how to develop it? Confidence is built on a lot of things, and if we don't take the time to continue to develop it, we may sacrifice our own growth and potential. So listen in because Abby and I are about to talk about some big, big keys on how to build self-confidence And if you're someone like me who maybe has self-confidence kind of come more natural than other people, I would still listen into this episode because when it comes to self-confidence, you're continuously growing it. It's not something that you can ever, I think, master and just have. I think it's something that you're always going to be working towards and growing in. So even if you feel like you have some self-confidence, I would still recommend you listening in because this is going to really help with your success overall and help with some tips that you may not have thought about. For sure. When it comes to self-confidence, it's like there's not always a straight path to it because everyone takes criticism differently. Everyone gets fulfilled differently, encouraged differently. But finding out what that looks like for you, I think, is key. So I'm excited about this topic. Yes. It's a good one, honestly, too, in my opinion. Like, yes, we understand that it can lead to success, but it also leads to so much personal development. When it comes to self-confidence, you can have that go into your personal life, go into your relationships, go into your career. When you come across a person who is self-confident, and again, this is different from cocky, right? They're not coming across as prideful, I know it all, but they're confident in themselves. They're sure of themselves. They're not comparing themselves. They're not jealous. They're not easily shaken. Like they are so sure of themselves. You're more prone to believe and trust and want to hang around those people than you are with people who aren't self-confident. So it's really just good overall and it affects so many aspects of our life. One of the ways to build self-confidence, kind of kick this episode off, is according to Forbes and expert sources. So again, as you guys know, just to kind of leave a little disclaimer, like we do our research and a lot of this comes from Forbes articles, expert sources, psychologists, all this stuff. Like we do our research. But the first thing we want to talk about is confidence is built on accomplishment. It's built on doing and then accomplishing. This is where we start. There's so many examples we could go into. And honestly, like I coach our employees this way as well when it comes to building self-confidence. You get confidence by doing. If you haven't done something before, for example, if you're going to go to a CrossFit gym and you've never done CrossFit before, you're going to be like, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. What's going on? However, if you were someone who's gone to CrossFit for three, five, six months, then you're going to come across as, okay, I've done this before. I know what I'm doing. I'm confident in what I'm doing when it comes to the workout. So really, it's just doing and accomplishing. So for example, if you're like, okay, I really want to be a morning person. I want to be confident in being like a morning person. I want to start getting up early. All you have to do is start doing that. Find ways to get yourself up early. And then six months from now, after getting yourself up early, three to five days a week, you can go ahead and start saying, yeah, I get up early. I'm a morning person now, you know, whereas before you may not have been. So all it takes, it's literally as simple as starting to actually 
do and accomplish what you're trying to set out to do. So when it comes to that, like I feel like we kind of overanalyze this or almost either overanalyze or almost look past the step, but it literally is as simple as repetition, right? Do it, accomplish it, do it, do it, do it. Like you have to do the action to then feel confident that you can do it again. So it's as simple as practicing, just like if you were starting a sport, right? You're not going to start out basketball with like, oh my goodness, I'm the best, like I'm the best of the best. Like you got to practice, you got to do, 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 accomplish. And then you're like, okay, in your own head, in your own mind, I've done this, I know what I'm doing. And I can start building that confidence within myself. Yeah. And when it comes to doing, it seems so simple just saying it, but it is sometimes the hardest part. And a lot of the times we don't do things because we don't have the confidence yet. And so it's almost contradictory to tell you guys to just go do, because sometimes you don't have the confidence to even start doing, but it truly is something that takes repetition and also takes that extra boost from you intrinsically motivating yourself to do something because from there that's when you become confident in the fact that you were able to do it that you can do it again and that it's something that you are capable of and that in itself gives you a boost of confidence just doing so again like you can do it it's hard to take that step to start something but I always tell myself The first time is going to be my worst. And that's just fact. After that, it's only up from here. Oh, wait, wait. I love that. The mindset of it's only up from here. It's only going to go up from here. Like you can't start yourself off thinking I'm going to be amazing at this. Like you start yourself off thinking, okay, it's going to be my worst, but I can only get better. That's Mm -hmm. positive. You can still be positive about it. Mm -hmm. And that's a good way to also force yourself to start something so that you can build the confidence to continue doing it. Yes, this is yes. I feel like too, a lot of people are intimidated when they start something new because they know they aren't the best. For example, like my husband, Andrew and I, we started playing soccer with our friend Oda. And let me tell you, I barely understand the rules of soccer. I don't understand how it works. Abby can tell you I am not an athletic person. I like playing sports for fun. I like working out. But let me tell you, I'm not the most coordinated person out there. So it's kind of awkward when I start playing (laughs) soccer because I'm like, what am I doing? What's going on? But the more I play it, the more I learn. And the mindset is I'm only going to get better. I'm only going to learn more. What do I have to lose? It's almost like you kind of have to flip your mindset of, oh, I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm going to be bad at this and kind of flip that and say, hey, I'm starting from the bottom. So it's only going to go up from here. So it's almost like a glass half full versus glass half empty mindset that you kind of have to have with yourself to let yourself try new things and become self-confident in that. Yes. Give yourself grace. Amen. So once you start doing and you have things in motion, it's always important to track your progress. So when it comes to tracking your progress, like we said, you're starting from the bottom, okay? There's square one, step one, whatever you want to call it. You are at your starting point. When you track your progress. It helps you realize that you are truly accomplishing things. Sometimes we just go, 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 and we don't actually stop and look at how far we've come because we're focused on just doing and immediately being the best. But when you give yourself a pat on the back every step of the way, because you're truly looking at how far you've come and recognizing the little things that have gotten you to where you are, again, it gives you a boost of self-confidence that, hey, you're going in the right direction you are capable enough to make it to this point, you can make it to the next point. You can make it to the next milestone. 
I'll give an example. I guess for me personally, the biggest example is our business. Because mm. honestly, like, we set, like, in my opinion, unrealistic goals. <laughs> like, not always, unrealistic. They're, always. they're realistic. They're just very, like, far-fetched. And so people hearing them are like, girls, you're crazy. And we're like, no, we're going to do it. And they're like, be careful. And we're like, no, we're going to do it. But I personally am somebody that tracks things way too much, probably. But it's just because I want to make sure that we're progressing in upwards direction. Because when you look at your progress, sometimes it can be slow. But I always say if it's going upwards overall, if you're going in the direction that you want to go, you're going in the right direction. You might have some down days. You might have some down months. You might have some down points in your life where maybe your mindset is low. But when you look at the progress and you look at where you've been and where you've come from and where you're going and you realize, hey, I'm climbing up this mountain right now. I'm not climbing down the mountain. I just had a down moment. That also gives you confidence, gives you encouragement and really shows you, hey, you are accomplishing something. You are getting somewhere. Don't let this moment tear you down. Mm. Okay, have you preaching to us? Thank you. Thank you very much. But I think too, adding on to that, like when it comes to tracking your progress, and I keep relating this to fitness because that's like obviously guys, you guys know this. It's one of my main focuses and passions is like when it comes to like, for example, running a mile, some people think that, oh yeah, it's like you have a different idea of your goal before you actually track your progress and see where you're at. Some people are like, oh, I could never run the mile at this time. And then they do and they surprise themselves and then they track their progress from there. Some people are like, oh, I could totally run a mile at like an eight minute pace. And then they run it and they're like, wait, whoa, I'm way slower than this. I thought I was better, but I'm not. And you don't know in reality where you are with things unless you track your progress. So like realistically with your progress, you could be ahead of where you think you are or behind where you think you are, but you don't know until you actually start tracking and being real with yourself. And so I think that's where the tracking your progress comes in to like play a big part in the fact that it keeps you real with yourself. It keeps you honest with yourself and that leads to self-confidence because then you can like not be overconfident or underconfident with yourself. You like know exactly where you're at. And I think that like being honest with yourself with tracking your progress is so important so that you can be honest when it comes to where you're at and knowing where you're at because that will let you grow in ways that you wouldn't grow if you were lying to yourself, right? Yes, no, definitely. Finding ways to track your progress is key. Another thing we want to talk about leading into this topic, guys, is exercise. Oh my gosh, who saw this coming? Who saw this coming? Abby's like rolling her eyes like, here we go again. I feel like yeah, I find a way to bring fitness. at this one. I don't know, man. I feel like, no, but seriously, I'm telling <laughs> you, I can fit exercise into every single one of our episodes because it's so effective. So something I say in the gym is like, what you do inside the gym leads to your personal life, leads to your career, leads to outside the gym. And this is not just me. It's research, articles. I'm telling you, a common denominator is exercise because the gym is a safe place to fail and learn and grow and then apply it to your life. So like that's what I was talking about when Abby's talking about like tracking progress, like an example is literally like I gave earlier, trying CrossFit or trying a new type of exercise you haven't done before, new type of routine you haven't done before. 
you're going to fail. You're going to start at the bottom and then you're going to work your way up and you're going to learn and you're going to grow. And that mindset that you develop with yourself as you're doing it in the gym, because I mean, no one's going to fire you from the gym unless you're obviously like being inappropriate. (laughs) No one's going to like fire you from the gym. It's a safe place to fail. Meaning like if you don't hit your max with the reps, if you don't hit your time for the mile, you know, you learn and you grow and it's a safe place to learn and grow that can translate to outside and really build your self-confidence. Plus for me, even if Abby and I are like, for example, struggling with something at work or something like that, for me, fitness is something that I can be like, okay, how can I learn and grow my fitness and how can I apply that to my personal, professional and other areas of my life? So that's like a really, really big deal, regardless of like what your routine looks like. There's so many routines, right? There's like yoga, there's strength training, there's cardio, there's CrossFit, there's Peloton. I mean, there's so many different, I could go on and on and on. There's so many different routines, but finding something that you can challenge yourself in and be safe to fail in and grow and learn from, that's going to apply to your career and your personal life. And it'll help you grow with your confidence in yourself. I think something that's cool about exercise is... You literally go to the gym, you cause yourself pain, and then you come out stronger at the end. (laughs) Abby, wait. Something that's cool about exercise is that you go to the gym, you cause yourself pain, and then you grow. Whether you, it's not about failing. That needs to be like a saying or something. Well, you're talking about failing. I don't feel like I ever fail at the gym. I feel like you push yourself to bounds and you feel pain and you realize that that pain causes you strength. There's no failing in that process until you tell yourself that you failed. You're literally taking. Okay, that's a good point. But also, if you have a goal and you don't reach that, in my mind, it is failing because you failed to hit that goal, but it's not like a bad thing. It's like, okay, what can I do next time to hit that goal? Right. To me, that's like a quote unquote failure. Like you failed to hit your goal. Like for example, when I tried to do a half marathon in under two hours, my first time I failed, I hit a goal. My goal was to reach it. And I failed. I fell short of that goal. I didn't hit it. And I trained hard and I did everything I thought I could. But in reality, There were things that I realized looking back that I could have done differently to hit that goal. So now I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm working to hit that goal the next time. That's, I mean, obviously like everyone's opinion is different, but that to me is the reality of like, sometimes we fail and that's not like a bad thing. It's just, you get to learn from it. It's a learning experience, you know? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I guess I'm just saying, I don't look at it as failure. I think that, well, I just don't set, I don't set fitness goals like that. I am personally somebody that goes to the gym to like tone up or to improve my fitness and improve my health. Overall, I'm not like counting how long it takes me to run a mile. I'm like, okay, today I want to run a mile before I work out. And then I want to complete blank, blank, blank and blank. So like it's just about like completing a fitness plan or completing a meal plan or keeping myself consistent. And so that's why I say for me, what resonates more is just like knowing that all the hard work that I'm doing is going to turn into something better. It's going to turn into something more Mm. beautiful is going to help me reach my goals. And that's something that mirrors everyday life. Cause a lot of the times we lose confidence because we feel that pain. We feel the adversity of life and we allow it to get into our heads and allow us to not fulfill what we set out to do. But the gym is a place that you literally have that moment of, 
am I going to finish this workout? Am I going to be able to complete this? And you have those two seconds where you could literally walk out the gym and not ever come back. You can walk out the gym, come back tomorrow. But I think the exercise part, it mirrors that part of life and that part of fulfilling your goals where it's like that pain you feel, you know, it's going to be good at the end of the day, but are you confident enough in yourself to be able to get over those humps or no? Mm, That's really good. That's really good. Like talking about too, like, I like how you said when it comes to you, fitness looks like you going through the pain and understanding what's going to come out. And that's like, you're saying, just like in your, every other aspect in your relationships, in everything. Like there's going to be pain, but it's going to cause growth. And pain also means discomfort. It means getting out of that comfort zone. It means learning. And that's only going to bring a better version of you. Like that's only going to make you stronger and better on the other side, you know? Yeah. And then also just confident that you got to those points, got through those milestones. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like, okay, if I can get through this, I can get through anything. Like I got this. It makes you confident that you can go through more pain because you've been through it and you've survived. Exactly. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Another thing we want to talk about after exercise is standing up for yourself. Abby, lead us into how to stand up for yourself. (laughs) Stand up for yourself. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love this one. Here we go. Here we go. Abby's about to get on her pedestal at this point. I I love this one, but I hate this one because I truly am not somebody to defend myself, but that comes from confidence, honestly. Okay. When you have enough confidence, you don't even, I don't even defend myself sometimes. I just be like, I don't know why you think like that, but I'm going to move on. (laughs) But start standing up for yourself. So And standing up for yourself isn't always just verbally defending yourself or getting defensive, but it's not letting others make you feel less worthy or less capable. So keyword, do not let others make you feel less worthy or capable. I repeat, do not let others make you feel, okay? You have control on how you let others make you feel. And so many people fail to realize that, like literally, Do not let others make you feel less worthy or capable. This is a huge reason. I think we just need to get this tattooed at this point. Yo, I'm telling you, that's a huge reason people struggle with self-confidence. I had this conversation with someone today, and honestly, I will say I sounded very insensitive, but... (laughs) No, listen. Abby sounding insensitive? Listen. What? Bruh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my voice has like no range and I'm losing it. And so like people have said that I sound mad at them on the phone recently. So sad. But anyways, earlier somebody was telling me how I made them feel bad about... (laughs) I shouldn't even tell this story. (laughs) I'm going to skip this story. But anyways... Don't let people make you feel like you're not capable. That is in your control as a human being. If your teacher gave you a C and was like, you stuck at math, go improve your math. But don't tie it to your self-worth and be like, I'm just dumb and I suck at life. Because that's what the system teaches you to do, okay? They put you in this whole box and they say all these things are how you determine your worth. And it's like, no, you're worthy in some way, shape, or form. And whatever that is for you, allow that to be your gift. Allow that to define you. But don't let people make you feel less capable or less worthy because of what 
you're working on or what you're trying to improve or what maybe you don't even care about improving and it has no business being even mentioned in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do not allow others to let you feel any type of way about yourself. This type of confidence, it really comes from your mindset. It comes from your mentality. It comes from your mental strength. It comes from your emotional boundaries. And it takes a long time to develop these things. But when you develop this, you are literally unstoppable. I'm telling you, if you allow people to control your emotions, you've given a lot of yourself away. And if you can, can control... Can we just record this and put this on like a TED Talk, please? I'm telling I, mean, you, I don't want to stop you. Just, just keep going. I'm you, this shouldn't be free. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, though, like, if you get control of your emotions, literally nobody can stop you. I'm telling you. And I'm not saying become insensitive. I'm not saying become closed-minded. I'm not saying shut people out. Listen. Hear people out. Figure out where they're coming from. But do not take everything... And apply it to your life as if it becomes your identity, okay? I can tell you four things that I'm bad at, and I do not care that I'm bad at them because that's none of my business. (laughs) And I'm not going to let them define me, even if that's society's version of success, even if that's society's version of a woman, even if it's society's version of a businesswoman or an entrepreneur. You do not need to allow others to make you feel less worthy or less capable if you know what you set out to do in this world, period. I'm done. Podcast over. And I literally don't even have anything to add to this. This is, that's it. That's really it. Mic drop. Like, that's everything. If you can take anything away, just record what Abby said in that and then Play just Every morning it. as an affirmation. I'm not kidding. I truly want the whole world to know that this is real. Like, one of my things in life is to make people feel like they're invincible. I think, like, everyone is truly capable of everything they put their heart to. But, like, the world tells us otherwise, okay? Okay. Hannah, take us home. Let's go. We're done. I will take take us home into the next point. (laughs) One thing I want to talk about is following through you need to follow through with promises you make to yourself first and then you can grow from there so we've talked about this in a couple episodes like when we first started this podcast but when it comes to making promises to yourself if you cannot keep the promises that you make to yourself then how are you going to keep promises that you can make to other people so for example when you get up in the morning if you're like okay i'm gonna get up at six in the morning and you just snooze it snooze it snooze it and you don't get up it's like, okay, I can't even like get up and make that promise to myself to like actually like get up at the time I want to get up at. So like that sets your tone for the day. Then like, how can I meet this deadline that I'm supposed to meet? Or how can I meet this friend or I'm supposed to meet this friend? Or how can I follow through on different things that I have with other people, whether it's professional or personal? If you can't keep promises with yourself, it's going to work as with your own head. Like you're like, oh man, I can't even like, go on a diet when I want to go on a diet. I can't even make it to the gym when I want to make it to the gym. I can't even get up early when I want to get up early. So if I can't do that, I must be a fraud. I must be a liar. I'm just breaking promises to myself. And you start getting in this negative self-talk and then that affects your other relationships and it affects your career. So you have to start with yourself. You have to start following through on those promises that you made yourself. You want to start a hobby? Get your butt up and go start a hobby and start having people hold you accountable to that. 
You want to get up early? Again, get up early. And if you can't do it yourself, find ways to do it, whether it's asking other people to hold you accountable or working towards, again, a goal of not hitting the snooze button, whatever that looks like. You have to be able to hit the goals and hit the marks that you set for yourself because it starts with you. Like self-confidence, it starts with yourself. If you can't do it with yourself, you can't do it with anyone. Yeah, it helps you start being more intrinsically motivated as well. And again, that's that control part. If you have control over your confidence, you can build self-confidence. So following through on your promises, I think that's a huge one. Something that, too, we don't always prioritize ourselves, especially when we have a lot to do or we're trying to serve others. And so just make sure you remember yourself throughout this whole process. Amen. Amen. Which leads to our next point, which is stop caring about others' opinions. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so stop letting other opinions control your decisions. This, it kind of overlaps with the point of standing up for yourself and being strong in you. But when it comes to other people's opinions, sometimes we allow them to control our decisions and they lead us astray from what our heart feels is right for us or what's fulfilling to us. And that leads to a lack of self-confidence because you're doing something that's not for you. You're doing things to satisfy other people. You're doing things to make other people happy. You're building self-confidence. Keyword, self-confidence. If you're doing everything to make everyone else happy, what are you doing for yourself that's going to help fulfill you? That's all I said. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. If you're not living for yourself and you're living for other people, then you're not living the life that you want to live. That's the issue. And so you have to start taking the power back and living the life that you want to live and not caring about what other people have to say about it. Other people might be jealous or might be offended at you not putting them first and putting yourself first and your goals first. And you have to be okay with that. Like that also leads to self-confidence. Like that leads to you knowing what you want and knowing how you want to get it and not letting other people get in the way. And that's all about, again, self-confidence. And that might like rub people the wrong way, but at the same time, you can still be kind and respectful while reaching towards your goals. The last thing that we really want to talk about too in this episode is doing what makes you happy and what will make yourself proud. So you also can't keep working towards something that's not going to make you happy and not going to make you proud. You don't want to be self-confident in something that you actually sincerely don't care about. For example, if you are working towards a career that you really don't love or you really don't care about and you excel and you reach this level, are you really happy with yourself? Your parents might be, your friends might be, your peers might be, your coworkers might be so proud and happy of you. But when you lay down at night, like you're not going to be happy with yourself. You're not genuinely confident in what you're doing. And you might feel like a fraud or you might feel like a phony or you just might be unhappy with yourself. And that's because you're not doing what makes you happy and making yourself proud. So you have to remember to put that first as well and to check in with yourself. Is what I'm doing making me happy? Is what I'm doing making me proud? Like what can I do to add to that? Because that's a development part of self-confidence that will continue with time. Absolutely. Happiness definitely builds self-confidence. When you are truly like just satisfied in life, nobody can stop you. You are People can also sense it. Like people aren't stupid. We're very smart. So like you can tell when someone comes across confident and you can tell when someone comes across as like they're not super confident or they don't know what they're doing or they're questioning themselves. And honestly, again, like if you want to be that successful person, the best version of yourself, like you are confident in your beliefs, you are confident in your values, you're confident in the worth that you're bringing onto the table, like you're confident in those things. 
And again, like Abby and I go over all these tips, but it's so real of how this affects your entire life. People can see, people can read you, people can sense your energy and like what you're giving off. So when it comes to this, like you have to be happy and you have to be proud of yourself and you have to have this confidence. Confidence, again, kind of going back to the beginning is not cockiness. Confidence is I know that I don't have all the answers right now, but I know I'm going to figure it out. I know I'm going to do what it takes to figure it out. That is confidence. That's I know myself. I know I can fail. I know I can succeed. I know I can learn. I know I can grow, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to reach my goal. That's confidence, and that's what attracts other people to you, being able to know that about yourself. Amen. Amen. And I think, too, a lot of the times, especially with with women, okay? I shouldn't say this, but sometimes we think that if we come off too happy and too excited and too proud of ourselves, we come off as conceited and we come off as a threat or people will see us differently. And it's like... Honestly, I think that if the happier you are, the more happy people you attract in your life, and the more happy you are. And it just becomes a happiness cycle. <laughs> the end. A happiness cycle. It the does. Because a lot of the times, like, we always want to, like, oh, this is so hard. Oh, yeah, I had the worst morning. Oh, and it's just like, it's almost like we want to be relatable. And it's just like, bro, if you're happy, just be happy. And if everyone hates on you because you're happy, that's their problem. They're unhappy. And maybe you can inspire them to be happy. Sometimes we don't think about that either. And so I think just like doing what makes you happy, making yourself proud and allowing that to radiate through you and your work and everything that you touch is also a very beautiful thing. It builds self-confidence because it really does show that you're confident in what you're doing, but also you feel that as you actually live it. Do not underestimate the power of happiness and do not feel like you are hurting others by being happy. Mm. Another mic drop moment for Abby. This is beautiful. Just dropping mics left and right. Just kidding. (laughs) To refresh our note takers on seven ways to build confidence, we have number one, we want to be able to build confidence on accomplishment. You got to start doing and accomplishing. Number two, track your progress. Number three, exercise because research shows that you can fail and learn in a safe place and that will apply to your personal and professional life as well. Number four, start standing up for yourself. Don't let others make you feel less worthy or capable. Number five, follow through on the promises you make to yourself first, and then you can grow from there. Number six, stop caring about what other people think and other people's opinions. Don't let them control your decisions and your life. And number seven, we have do what makes you happy and what makes yourself proud, because that's going to eventually lead to you being happy and confident in yourself and the things that you've done. Thank you for listening, Homegirl Hustlers. Make sure to, again, follow us on all the platforms that we have so you can keep up to date with our new episodes we launch every Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram, join our private Facebook group, and let us know if you have any topics or guest speakers that you want us to include for next time. Absolutely. See you next week, Homegirl Hustlers.